You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, good Tuesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Balls. It is your team every single day. Um, in here at Camping World Stadium, post game. I forgot the cord for my microphone, so I do apologize. About to hit the road. So, um, this is kind of what you get here on a Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning, I guess. But uh, don't worry, we'll be back on Wednesday and uh, we'll talk more about this uh, football game. But I want to get something out there. I'm on the road, so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast, about 20 minutes or so. I do apologize, but I did want to get something out there because I think it's important. I mean, Tennessee demolished Iowa. 35 to nothing. Tennessee dismantled one of the better defenses it faced all year long. Now, granted, set up with some short, short fields, had a defensive score, but at the end of the day, Tennessee won 35 to nothing over an Iowa team that was 10 and 3 and showcased its talents in the Big Ten Championship. Tennessee did what it was supposed to do, it handled business, and it did it in a big way. Iowa's defense was not great, or Iowa's offense was not great. We knew that. In fact, it was really, really bad. What did Tennessee do? It got after the quarterback. It brought the quarterback down. It forced so many different punts. And it got after the quarterback, forcing turnovers, setting up short fields. And, of course, as I mentioned, cashing in on a pick six. And both of those plays uh, were courtesy of James Pierce. And um, what a performance for James Pierce. He was my vote for Citrus Bowl MVP. And, again, it didn't matter. I mean, they they handed out the ballots at at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And media members voted, and then and then sent them all in. And, and you know, Nico goes out there and throws his uh, first touchdown pass, but his fourth touchdown overall in the football game. Uh, moments after that, but Nico was incredible, and I'll get to him more uh, here in just a moment. But he was really, really good. And what was his first starts? His first collegiate start for Tennessee. But yeah, kind of did exactly what he was supposed to do, right? You know, Tennessee took advantage. You know, James Pierce was really, really good. Had a strip sack on third down. Uh, went ahead and had that pick six, and he did that you know, drop hook curl, kind of went under the receiver and, and, and caught the football and, and returned it 52 yards. That broke the game wide open, of course, making it 28 to nothing. But, I mean, it was a game that was a little bit ugly at times, and you knew it was going to be. You knew Iowa was a team that really kind of, you know, made you play ugly football. You look at the stats here, you know, Iowa had – Iowa accounted for seven punts in the football game. Tennessee accounted for seven punts in the football game. So you had 14 punts overall. You look at the drive chart here for Tennessee. You know, Tennessee had obviously one, two, you know, seven punts, had a couple three and outs. But three and outs for Iowa, one, two, three, four, five, six, six different three and outs for Iowa in this football game. This was an offense that ranked dead last in total offense in the country coming into this football game. This was a passing attack that was 127th. This was a rushing attack that was 107th. This was a scoring offense that was 127th, I believe. I mean, it just was not a good football team. So Tennessee was supposed to dominate in this football game, and it did, both offensively and defensively. So I'm talking more defense right now. I thought Tyree West did a phenomenal job. I thought he flashed. I thought, obviously, James Pierce flashed. I thought Elijah Herring did a really nice job. And, and Tennessee, what Tennessee did was, you know, to combat the, you know, 12 and, you know, 23 personnel with multiple tight ends, 
Tennessee went out with three linebackers, took the star out of the football game, which was Jordan Thomas, right? And it, it came in there and it had, uh, I think it was Caleb Perry who actually had the first you know, start, but Caleb Perry played a little bit. Jeremiah T. Lander played a little bit. They put that third linebacker up on the line to kind of combat that extra tight end look and still played your two backers over there. So it looked like it wasn't a true 4-3, but it looked like a 4-3 you know, scheme, right? And so... I thought that was really uh, a nice adjustment. Not really an adjustment in-game, but a nice game plan for Tennessee coming into this football game, knowing that you're going to get multiple tight end sets, knowing that you're going to get big on big and kind of big boy football you know, in, in this football game from, from Iowa. And so I like that. So I thought Elijah Herring playing in the box. I thought Elijah Herring, this is kind of his his game, his you know, kind of his speed. He had a really big sack in the first quarter, one of those first drives. I thought he flashed and he was kind of all over the place. You know, Ricky Gibson, I thought, did some good things. I thought uh, Christian Harrison did some good things. But overall, kind of top to bottom defensively, this was what it was supposed to be. You were supposed to dominate against a weaker opponent. You were supposed to dominate against a team that really had no pulse. You know, in the first half, they only had about 84 yards of total offense and, and five punts. And then, you know, Iowa puts in that quarterback who's technically the four-string quarterback, and he gives him some life. It was, um, you know, Lanes came in there, and he was ended up being the leading rusher, six attempts, 51 yards, and only two of seven passing for four yards. But it was a little too late. He came in and started running all over the, running all over the place and kind of gave him life. He was the only sense of offense the Iowa had in this football game. So, again, top to bottom, I thought Tennessee did a really good job. Look at Iowa's total offense, 173 yards, 60 passing yards, 113 rushing yards. Um, they were 2 of 15 on third downs, 2 of 14 or 2 of 4 on fourth downs where Iowa managed to get their first two fourth down conversions but didn't get the other two. Um, they averaged 2.8 yards per play, 0 for 1 in the red zone, and again had uh, two costly turnovers, three turnovers, that led to points for or led to 14 points for Tennessee. So, again, it was kind of I, I mentioned this. It was kind of like a lose lose situation for Tim Banks because if you win and play good defense, it was like, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. If you give up a lot of plays and give up some points, it's like, oh my gosh, that was a horrible, horrible offense. But I don't think we ever accounted for a shutout win. I don't think we ever accounted for Tennessee pitching a, a clean sweep. And that's what Tennessee did, 35 to nothing. So I'll talk Nico. I'll talk offense here in the sec- here in the second segment. It's going to be an abbreviated show here tonight. I do apologize. But, you know, overall, again, a sack and a half from Tyree West, a third down sack from Elijah Herring, a sack, a strip sack from James Pierce that set up a short field for a two-yard run, his third touchdown run of the day for Nico Iamaliava, half a sack for Elijah Herring, Elijah Simmons, Half a sack for Bryce Neeson, half a sack for Roman Harrison. I mean, Tennessee's defense was all over the place. So that was really, really good to see. Really, really good to see. All right, when we come back, let's talk Nico. Let's talk about that offense. Let's hand out some game balls, and then we will call it quits on this abbreviated edition of Locked On Balls. Again, do apologize on the road about the skedaddle and head home. Didn't have my microphone with me like I planned to, so... Um, wanted to get something up here just to uh, make sure I got something up here for you guys. But back in a moment, we'll talk Nico. We'll talk Tennessee's offense here on Locked on Vols. Do you want to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook? FanDuel Sportsbook, it is America's 
number one sports book. I know you guys knew that, but I just want to remind you. Because new customers right now, $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets win or lose. This app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in new in the new Explore tab. Plus, you can make parlays in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find those popular parlays is in that Parlay Hub. Totals, spreads, uh, player props, all that and more. That is over at FanDuel Sportsbook. $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. FanDuel.com. FanDuel, it's America's number one sportsbook. It is America's its official partner of the NFL. So more to come here when we come back on Lockdown Vols. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Nico Iamaliava. You know, a little pedestrian through the air for the most part, especially in the first half. But what I was so impressed with was his ability, his internal clock, just kind of knowing what was coming, knowing where to go, when to tuck in and run. I thought his legs were obviously a huge part of this football game, and I thought that was you know, really, really good for him. You look at his numbers in his first Tennessee start, the Citrus Bowl, okay, against a really solid defense. He goes 12-19, and 19, 151 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, completing 63% of his passes. It's pretty solid, right? It's pretty solid. On the ground, he rushed for 15 carries, 27 yards and three touchdowns. Now, that's a little bit misleading, okay? If you look at his rushing yards, 13 or 15 attempts, 27 yards, three touchdowns, that also takes into account sacks. And he was sacked, what, six times in this football game? Yeah, he was sacked six times in this football game. So that's a little bit misleading. But his ability to sense where he is in the pocket, what he needs to do, knowing when guys are coming off the edge, coming up the middle and having to flush out, I thought was really, really impressive. Plus, they called a straight quarterback sweep, and they called a straight quarterback draw, and Dylan Sampson had a really nice block on the first touchdown of the game for Tennessee and the first touchdown for Nico Iamaliava. So, you know, again, kind of pedestrian through the air, but Tennessee was taking what was given to them. Tennessee's offensive line, it was patchwork, right? John Campbell didn't play in this football game. Javante Spragans didn't play in this football game, okay? Um, Gerald Mincy was flipping from right side to left side and back and forth. You had Dane Davis a little bit, Jeremiah Crawford a little bit, Jackson Lampley, one of the guards. It was kind of patchwork on the offensive line. And it's interesting, too, because the offensive line, for as bad as it did pass blocking in this football game, Tennessee still ran for 232 yards. Tennessee still had a 133-yard rusher in Dylan Sampson. Tennessee still had 55 yards from Cam Seldon on the ground. That was awesome to see. That was really, really cool to see. And I think that just continued to help Nico out a little bit. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch this football game and I'm going to see, kind of kind of diagnose all of his throws and everything. That throw to Ramel Keaton down the sideline, that was an NFL throw. That was right before half. That was an NFL throw if I've ever seen one. And he's going to do that every now and again. But I was really, really impressed with Nico. Two designed quarterback runs get in the end zone. James Pierce gets that strip sack, sets up a field position on the two-yard line. That's his uh, third rushing touchdown. Of course, the 18-yard touchdown throw to McCallum Castles later in the fourth quarter to account for his first touchdown through the air, but his fourth touchdown overall. Nico was really good. Nico was really good. And again... You don't want to overreact too much 
But Tennessee seems to be in pretty good hands. I mean, look at this. You got Nico and you got James Pierce. Quarterback and pass rusher. Both coming back for 2024. Tennessee seems like it's uh, in a really, really good spot here. And the Citrus Bowl is on full display. And again, this isn't the Music City Bowl. This isn't the Liberty Bowl. This isn't the Duke's Mayo Bowl. This isn't the Gator Bowl. It's really not even the Outback Bowl, which is the Reliquest Bowl. Now, this is the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Now, is it the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl? Is it the Fiesta Bowl? Is it the PlayStation Bowl? No, it's not. But this is a big-time bowl game. And that was a pretty stout defense. I understand it played in the Big Ten West. I get it. But this is a pretty pretty stout defense. And Tennessee was able, outside of a lot of punts, and recognize that's part of a that's part of the game as well, and outside of sacks, but Tennessee was able to control the football game from the second quarter on when it got those back-to-back touchdowns. And Nico obviously was a huge part of it. Dylan Sampson had a couple big, nice uh, runs on that first touchdown scoring drive. Cam Seldon, another guy, had a, had a couple of nice runs on that second touchdown scoring drive for Tennessee in the second quarter. <coughs> Excuse me. But Nico was really, really impressive. And so, you know, again, we'll look at pro football focus. We'll break down the game field after we see it. But overall, man, I was super impressed with Nico, and I think you should be as well. Tennessee, 383 yards of total offense. That's more than 100 yards that Iowa was giving up on average. Tennessee, of course, you know, Tennessee beat Iowa 35-0. Penn State beat Iowa 31-0. Michigan beat Iowa 26-0, if that kind of says anything about the point differential. I just a really, really saw a game for Tennessee overall. So yeah, that's kind of all I have right now. Again, I'm going to go back and watch the tape. When I get home, we'll come back strong with a really, really good Wednesday show. I apologize. This one's a little shorter. I apologize. I don't have a microphone or anything, but I did want to get something out there for you guys because big job, big time for Tennessee. Nine wins in the regular season. That's big, or 10 wins, excuse me, in the regular season. You know, for Tennessee in this football, or no, nine wins. Sorry. Finish the year eight and four. Tennessee gets its ninth win. Tennessee had 11 wins last year. Tennessee had seven wins the year before. Things are going in the right direction. Things are certainly going in the right direction, and you're winning these big-time bowl games. So, Tennessee wins in shutout fashion over Iowa, 35 to nothing. The freshmen, the young studs were the stars. Nico, four total touchdowns. James Pierce, a strip sack that set up a touchdown, a pick six. It was really, really cool to see. We'll go into depth about this football game and a whole lot more. But this, if you're a Tennessee fan, this is what you want. Heading in the right direction. Tennessee 35, Iowa 0. Here we'll come back on Wednesday. Break it all down on Lockdown Balls.